With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Rams Up, your weekly L.A. Rams podcast. Bi-weekly during the season. We are a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We'll cover other SoCal sports items of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans, to Rams Up, your L.A. Rams podcast. Holy crap, we pulled it off. Super Bowl 56, the Rams defeat the Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl 56, 23-20. Matthew Stafford and the offense driving down the field in epic fashion to seal the win. Well, actually, not quite. The defense did their part. Aaron Donald crushing the Cincinnati offense on their last gasp attempt to send this game into overtime, perhaps. What more could you ask for? Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup teaming up for the go-ahead touchdown. Aaron Donald sealing the deal. Early on in this game, the Rams looked like they were clearly the better team. They jump out to a 13-3 lead. They're up 13-10 at halftime, but by this time they have lost Odell Beckham Jr. And things go bonkers at the start of the second half. First play, Joe Burrow hits T. Higgins for 75 yards on a play that probably shouldn't have counted. Higgins giving Jalen Ramsey a nice little tug on his face mask to get free, but no call, and the Bengals are up. And then on the first play of the Rams series, 
Rams receiver Ben Skaronic can't hang on to a pass. It bounces up and is intercepted, and the Bengals convert it into a field goal, and suddenly they're down 20-13. to 13. They're without OBJ. They're without Tyler Higby. Their running game is looking pitiful. They manage a field goal to close to 20-16, to 16, but after that, these two teams' offenses can get nothing done. The two teams force seven straight punts, including five three-and-outs, setting it up for that final drive. Matthew Stafford and the Rams, one last shot to win this game, and they get it done. 15 plays, 79 yards, and how would you expect this drive to culminate? How about a Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup pass? What else would you expect? And then the Bengals get the ball with less than two minutes left. And how many times have we seen this? Aaron Donald and his buddies turn it up a notch and end the game. The Bengals turn it over on downs, and it's Super Bowl victory formation for the Rams. What a win. What a great game to culminate a great playoff season for the NFL. And if you're a Ram fan, it ended perfectly. And what was my prediction for this game? Rams 33, Bengals 20. Not the greatest, not spot on, that's for sure. My special assistant, he called it Rams 34, Bengals 13. We're going to get to our game capture, each possession of the entire game. And then we're going to come back with some more notes after that. But first, let's take a look at my fearsome four keys to the game, see how I did. Not sure I did all that well. Let's take a look. Fearsome key number one was be patient and beat them with a rushing attack. The Bengals will attempt to shorten the game. Be aggressive on offense, but don't be stupid. Might need to throw underneath. Guys like Stafford and Mahomes can't help themselves. They're aggressive when they don't need to be. Be patient. Bide your time. Well, I think I was kind of right on this. I'm not sure the Rams succeeded, though. This is what they needed to do. The problem was... Their rushing attack was just horrible. Rams couldn't run the ball at all. I think Stafford was patient. He took that one shot into the end zone, which I don't have a problem with that. Van Jefferson should have made a stronger attempt for the ball, but I think that's a good play by Stafford to throw it up, see if Van Jefferson can come down with it. It's basically a punt. I think I was right in calling this as a key to the game. I just don't think the Rams succeeded, especially the rushing part. Patience, yes. Rushing attack, no. For some key number two was a disciplined linebacker approach. I think I was off on this one. I thought the Bengals would be doing a lot of draws and screen plays and center screens, kind of like the Bengals did against the Chiefs. They had a little bit of that. I don't think it was a big factor in the game, though. Linebackers played well, and they were disciplined, but I don't think this was a big factor in the game. For some key number three, Got to get Burrow down. Don't let him extend plays. I said that he's a lot like Russell Wilson. He knows how to get out of the pocket, escape, and hit guys on the move. And those wide receivers are deadly if Burrow does that. And I thought we were really good, obviously. We got to him a bunch of times. The one big play, Burrow did escape from the pocket. And he was assisted by that non-call. The face mask on Ramsey, that was the only play I can really think of where... I, I Actually, I think there was another play where he got out on the run and completed a first down pass. But for the most part, we were pretty good at that. We certainly made sure he wasn't comfortable. He did extend a couple of plays, but he wasn't doing it all game long. And fearsome key number four, I think I nailed this one. 
The start of the third quarter is key. Be ready to adjust. No lead is safe. Bengals are famous for coming out of the intermission on offense and getting it done. And boy, did they. The big play to Higgins and then the interception. But we weathered that storm and came back and won the game. But I think I was right in calling that out. That was going to be an important moment in the game, and it was. Quickly look at some key stats. Stafford finished 26 for 40 for 283 yards and three TDs as a team. Man, this is nauseating to even read this. The Rams rushed 23 times for 43 yards. The first time a Super Bowl winner has rushed for less than two yards per rush. Crazy. It's even more painful when we get to some of the predictions I made. Didn't do well. Cup had eight receptions for 92 yards and two TDs. Bryson Hopkins, our second leading receiver, with four catches for 47 yards. Now, if you had told me before the Super Bowl that would be the case, I don't know. On the defensive side, Aaron Donald and Von Miller both had two sacks. Ernest Jones, Leonard Floyd, and Ashawn Robinson won apiece. Von Miller now tied with Charles Haley with the most sacks in Super Bowl history, four and a half apiece. On the Bengal side, Burroughs, 22 for 33 for 263 yards and one TD. Mixon was very effective, finished with 72 yards rushing. I thought we'd do a better job on that. He had a couple big runs that really hurt us. T. Higgins, exactly 100 yards receiving. Chase, 89 yards. You know, aside from those two big plays, the 46-yarder to Chase and the 75-yarder to Higgins, actually did pretty well, but those were two big plays that we did give up. Jalen Ramsey, the victim, both times. Once, he kind of got tripped up at the end as he was trying to make a play, and the other one, he was clearly fouled. Should have been offensive pass interference or possibly face masking. Take your pick. We're going to come back in a minute with our Game capture, possession by possession, through Super Bowl 56. The Rams coming out on top, 23-20. to 20. After the game capture, we'll come back with a lot more notes. Look at some of the predictions I made, the prop bets I liked. Players of the game, all that good stuff. But first, this game capture. Let's walk you through this first half. Rams lost the coin toss, which is a good sign, apparently. The last seven teams that won the coin toss have lost in the Super Bowl. Akers has a run and a reception to pick up a first down, but after a run for a loss and a sack and another run, Rams have to punt. Hecker hits a line drive, and the Bengals' first drive starts at their own 42. 40-yard punt by Hecker, not his best effort. Bengals from the 42 pick up eight yards on first down, but then Ashawn Robinson and company stuff the Bengals twice, and the Bengals go for it on fourth down, and Ernest Jones knocks down the pass, and the Rams get the ball at their own 49, Bengals turning it over on downs. Rams are faced with a third and three. Stafford hits Cup, who skips through a couple of guys, picks up 20 yards. Then on third and three, Stafford throws a beautiful fade pass to OBJ, He makes a nice hands catch for a 20-yard touchdown. 
Rams up seven to nothing. Bengals next possession, another three and out. Burroughs had Joe Mixon open, but he overthrows him on third and four. They punt, and Brandon Powell makes the fair catch at the 28. So the Rams, starting from their own 28 on their third possession, they pick up five on a bootleg pass to Ben Skaronic, but a delay sets them back, and they end up going three and out, punting. Bengals, their third possession, looking for their first first down of the game, and they get one quickly. Mixon takes it for 14 yards off tackle. Then Jamar Chase makes a beautiful catch over Jalen Ramsey for 46 yards, sets him up at the Rams 11, but the Rams defense stiffen. Von Miller knocks down a pass. Eric Weddle shuts down a pass attempt in the flat, and Ramsey makes a play at the goal line, knocking the ball away, and the Bengals have to settle for the field goal. It's 7-3 Rams. Into the second quarter, the Rams' next possession, they start at their own 25. 75-yard drive for a touchdown. A third and 11 pass for 35 yards to OBJ is the big play of the drive. Henderson picks up 25 on a play-action bootleg pass. And on second and five, another play-action Stafford rolls out and finds Cup wide open in the end zone. 13-3 Rams after Hecker has trouble with the snap, and the Rams cannot convert the point after. Bengals answer, methodically drive 75 yards, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase all contributing. 12-play drive culminated with a Mixon to Higgins TD pass, little trickery by the Bengals, and they close to 13-10. Rams next drive from their 25. They pick up a first down on a pass to Van Jefferson, and then OBJ is hurt, leaves the game with an apparent knee injury. And then following that, the Rams pick up another first down with a pass to Bryson Hopkins, of all people. After the injury to OBJ and the first down pass to Bryson Hopkins, things sputter. The Rams are faced with a third and 14, and Stafford throws up a shot into the end zone, or shall we say a punt. It's intercepted in the end zone. Bengals get the ball to 20. Actually set back to the 10 after a really strange taunting call. An inactive player is celebrating in the end zone after the interception. So the Bengals pick up one first down. Floyd ends that drive with a sack, though. The Rams get the ball with 30 seconds left. Can't do anything with it. Three and out. Punt it back to the Bengals, who take a knee to end the half. They go to intermission. Rams 13, Bengals 10. Second half, Bengals get the ball first. The first play, Burrow escapes from the pocket and hits T. Higgins for a 75-yard touchdown pass. This is the play where Higgins clearly yanked on Ramsey's face mask to help himself get free. No call, though. And it goes for a touchdown to put the Bengals up 17-13. to And then the very first play after the kickoff, Ben Skowronik bobbles a Stafford pass, and the Bengals pick it off and are set up at the Rams 31. Bengals are faced with a fourth and one. Burrow scrambles for the first down, but Bengals can't get any further. AD comes up with a sack on third and four, and the Bengals settle for a field goal. They're up 20-13, to 13. so very quickly, due partly to a missed call on the Higgins touchdown and that bobbled pass, the Bengals have flipped things. They're up 20-13, to 13, and the Rams are scrambling. Rams next possession Henderson, Cup, and Bryson Hopkins all have first down catches. From the 28-yard line, Skoranek picks up six yards. And then on third and five, 
the Rams run a little trick play. Cup trying to hit Stafford in the flat. I guess you call this the Philly special, but Cup overthrows Stafford, and the Rams settle for the field goal to close to within four, 20-16. Both offenses would struggle for quite a while after that field goal. Bengals go three and out. The Rams have the ball at their own 47, but after Stafford is sacked, they punt. Bengals get the ball at their own 16, and they are sacked twice. Von Miller getting Burrow inside the five-yard line, so the Bengals punt it right back. 36 seconds left in the third quarter. Rams have the ball back at their own 48. They go three and out. Bengals pinned back at their own 15. They pick up a first down on a pass to Boyd. They get a new set of downs, but then Burroughs is sacked and lands awkwardly, hurts his knee. Looks like he's injured seriously. Turns out to not be the case. He's able to return, but the Bengals have to punt. Rams from their own 35. Broken record here. Three and out. Punt it right back to the Bengals. They have the ball at their own 16. Mixon picks up 12 yards on first down and another seven on a draw play. They have a first down at the 40. And then on third and 10, Tyler Boyd drops Joe Burrow's pass. Would have likely been a first down. And they have to punt it back to the Rams. Rams get the ball at their own 21. 6-13 left in the game. Down 20-16. to And you're thinking it's now or never for our Los Angeles Rams. From their own 21 on first down, Stafford hits Bryson Hopkins for nine yards. But an incompletion and a run by Akers for no gain sets up a fourth and one. Cup takes the jet sweep around right end for seven yards to give the Rams a first down at the 37. First and 10 from the Rams, 37. An incompletion and then a pass short left to Cup for eight yards sets up a third and two. So third and two from the 45. A short pass to Hopkins to the Cincinnati 49 for six yards. First and 10 from the Cincinnati 49. Stafford hits Akers for a short gain of three yards. Second and seven from the 46. Stafford goes to Cup again. He catches it, cutting across the middle. Catch and run for 22 yards down to the Cincinnati 24. And now you're starting to sense, or at least I'm starting to sense, hey, we just might win this game. And this play is what makes Matthew Stafford so special. Go back and look at it. 3.06 left in the game. Stafford is looking left, drifts his eyes back to the right, but not at Cup. Not at Cooper Cup, but when he throws it, it goes to Cup. A no-look pass. Cup makes the catch. Perhaps the biggest play of the game. First and 10 from the 24. Hits Cup for another 8 yards. Second and 2. Acres up the middle to the Cincinnati 8 for 8 yards. We finally have a run that amounts to something, and it's a big one. We're set up with a first down and goal at the Cincinnati 8. Stafford tries to hit Van Jefferson. Incomplete. Second and 8. Stafford incomplete. Short right to Henderson. Third and 8. Now, the Rams had a no-call go against them earlier on the Ramsey play, and this time the Rams have a call that goes in their favor. Very debatable whether it was a legitimate Holding call on Cincinnati, but third and eight. Stafford throws an incompletion to cut, but they call defensive holding. Rams set up with a first and goal at the four. Only a minute 38 left, and they call pass interference in the end zone on cup this time. Sets up a first and goal at the one. 
Stafford tries to sneak it in, and he can't. And then on second and one, who's Stafford going to go to? You got it. Cooper Cup hits Cup for the one-yard touchdown pass after the extra point. The Rams were up again, 23-20. to Cincinnati has one last shot, though. 125 left in the game. They pick up a first down, and then nine yards on a pass to Boyd. They set up second and one at the 49. Starting to get a little nervous here. And this is very similar to what happened in the San Francisco game in the NFC Conference Championship. Niners picked up nine yards on first down, but couldn't convert after that. Same thing happens here. Second and one, Burroughs throws an incomplete pass. And third and one, P. Ryan is stopped short in the fourth and one. Bengals have to go for it. Aaron Donald, yes, Aaron Donald, brings the pressure. Burrow has to get rid of it. It's incomplete, basically ending the game in the Rams' favor. And you know what? I immediately told all my friends texting me, I've seen this show before, A.D., making a late tackle or sack or bringing the pressure to essentially end the game. So the Rams win the Super Bowl 23-20, to a game with moments of excitement and great plays, but also periods where both defenses took over, came down to one last drive by the Rams. Can they get it done? And they did. Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup connecting for the game-winning touchdown and bringing the Los Angeles Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, their first Super Bowl title and the Rams franchise their second title. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21-plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list for requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-GAMBLER. 889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Let's get into some game notes. How about we start with our players of the game? You know, I don't want to leave anybody out. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. Great team effort. We all recognize that. But I'll tell you some guys that jumped out at me. Ashawn Robinson, as Chris Collinsworth was saying, this guy was a stud, stepped up. I don't know that Greg Gaines had a bad game, but Ashawn Robinson, man, Gaines was in his shadow for one day. Robinson cleaning the clock of that 
Bengal offensive line all game long. He might have been our best player on defense from start to finish. Ernest Jones, did we nail it with this draft pick? When they drafted him, I was like, "Eh, what? Ernest Jones? Wasn't on my radar, but Rams did their homework. Ernest Jones is a solid, versatile linebacker. We got a keeper. This guy, Aaron Donald, had a decent game, I think. Especially at the end, he seemed to get wound up as the game went on. It's amazing how he flashes at the end of games like he does. Just another game for Aaron Donald. This one happened to be in the Super Bowl with everyone watching. Bryson Hopkins, four catches for 47 yards. He came into this game, if I'm not mistaken, with one career catch. And you know what? He's a load when he has the ball. He's not going to dance and slash his way upfield, but it's going to take three guys to bring him down, and he's going to lean forward for four or five yards while that's happening. And you can't ignore Stafford and Cup on that last drive. It was kind of like these two guys said, enough of this bullcrap. We're driving down, and we're going to score, and we are going to win the Super Bowl. And like I said, the entire D, after that long pass to Higgins, it was lights out for Joe Burrow and his buddies. You know, we had a couple of goats. I don't want to call out names here. Not after the Super Bowl. You know who they are. One guy, special teamer, potential Hall of Famer, did not have a good game. And another guy, rookie wide receiver, seems to have one bad play a game. I still think he has a future. Great blocker. Seventh round draft pick. So come on, getting good value so far, really. I think he has a future with this team. And our run blocking, I don't know if it's scheme or just poor execution, but that was not a good look. Let's talk about the key plays of the game. What were the big plays of the game? I usually limit it to four, my first and four big plays of the game. I'm going all in. I'm going to throw a bunch at you. This was, after all, the Super Bowl. Too many big plays to talk about. I'm going to run them down here real quick. Big play number one, Bengals' first possession. Fourth and one from the Rams 49. They decide to go for it. Ernest Jones breaks up the pass and tend it for Chase. Very risky play. Ill-advised in my opinion. Bengals being a little bit cocky, I thought. I thought they were going to try to shorten this game. In which case the wise play might have been to pin the Rams back with a punt. But they go for it. Turn the ball over on downs. That's my big play number one because it leads to big plays number two and three. A 20-yard pass to Cup, and then, number three, the Stafford to OBJ, 20-yard touchdown pass, a beautiful hands catch by OBJ. Rams are up 7 to nothing. Big play number four, Burrow connects with Jamar Chase for 46 yards over Jalen Ramsey. This is a play Ramsey kind of stumbled and got lost. Leads to a Bengal field goal, and it's 7-3. to three. Big play number five, a 35-yard connection. Stafford to OBJ, down to the Bengal 41. That led to the Stafford to Cup touchdown. Big play number six was right after that touchdown. The missed point after by Matt Gay really put that on Johnny Hecker. Snap looked good. Johnny just fumbled it away. And that changes the complexion of the game. 
Maybe it ended up being in the Rams' favor in that they had to go for a touchdown at the end there rather than settling for a field goal. But nonetheless, at the time, very big play that missed PAT. Big play number seven, the trick played by the Bengals, Mixon throwing the touchdown pass. That got them within 13-10. to 10. And then big play number eight, that first play of the third quarter, 75-yard pass to T. Higgins, a no-call on the face mask. Should have been OPI or a face mask. Big play number eight. The Bengals are up 17-13. to 13. And big play number nine led them to being up 20-13. to 13. That was Ben Skaronik's inability to hold on to that pass. Bounces into the Bengals' hands, and they turn that into another three points. They're up 20-13. to 13. Now, I'm not going to itemize all the great plays made by our defense, but I don't want to leave them out. Man, they stepped up a lot of big plays. Vaughn Miller, Ashawn Robinson, Aaron Donald, everybody stepping up, shutting down that Bengals offense after that for the rest of the game, really. So kudos to the defense. Don't want to totally dismiss their contribution in the big play category. Let's just say they got it done for an hour and a half after intermission. After that 75-yard play to start the second half, Bengals really had nothing going on on offense. Now on that last drive, there's two plays I got to call out. Big plays number 10 and 11. Number 10, Cooper Cup's fourth down run for the first down. And number 11, that no-look pass, Stafford to Cup for 22 yards down to the Cincinnati 24. And from there, the Rams scored that final touchdown, but those two plays, the run by Cup, and then a no-look pass, those were the significant plays of that drive. And, of course, the touchdown pass. The game-winning Super Bowl play, gotta add that. That's a play we will all remember and cherish for many years to come. Hey, let's review those prop bets I recommended. I was two for four. I said Burroughs would have over 11.5 yards rushing. He did not. Finished with four. I said Trevan Howard would not have a sack. Nailed that. Trevan Howard. Really invisible in this game. I'm going to have to go back and see what his snap counts were. Saw more of Reader than I expected. Plenty of Ernest Jones and Justin Hollins. So not sure what was going on with Trevan Howard. Have to do some research on that. We'll have more on that in our next drop. I was correct on my third prop bet. The Bengals would pass on the first play. And I said Sony Michelle would have over 17 and a half yards rushing. The whole team barely got that. So I was dead wrong on that one. So two out of four ain't bad. Didn't win any money though. My fearsome four predictions. I kind of did okay on this. My first one was horrible. I said Cam Akers would be the MVP. Man, surprise, surprise. Not even close. Prediction number two, the Rams would have over four sacks. Nailed that. That wasn't really going out on a limb. I think I think a lot of people were predicting something like that. This prediction number three, I'm kind of proud of myself, although I got it wrong. I said eight different Rams would have receptions. By my count, they finished with seven. Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers, Bryson Hopkins, Ben Skowronik, OBJ, Cooper Cup, and Van Jefferson. 
Now, we almost had an eighth. I thought the eighth would be Kendall Blanton or perhaps Sony Michelle, but it was almost Matthew Stafford. If Cooper Cup, dang him, dang Cooper Cup. What are you doing, Cooper? Horrible pass. We found something Cooper is not good at. But if Cooper hits Matthew with that pass, I look like a genius. But I'm not. And the one I really nailed, I said the Rams would run a trick play. And I said, in fact, both teams will. Nailed that. They both did. Get into some additional notes here. The Bengals won the coin toss and lost the game, continuing a streak of eight games where that has happened. I wanted to mention that long interception by Stafford. I think I mentioned this once already. You know, I don't have a problem with that play. A lot of people get jacked up or down, depending on your perspective, on interceptions. But, hey, I thought that was a good call. Throw it up, third down. You're not kicking the field goal. Chuck it up there and hope Van Jefferson goes and makes a play on it. Speaking of Van Jefferson, apparently his wife went into labor during the game. And Kendall Blanton apparently was also hurt. Not sure the nature of that. We'll get some info on that and provide that in our next drop. Eric Weddle, torn pack. He'll need surgery. Pretty sure he's retiring, but thanks for the ride, Eric. It's greatly appreciated and hope you get well soon. Joe Mixon's first pass in the NFL was a TD pass in the Super Bowl. Kind of cool for him. I think he would have rather won. And I want to say something about Joe Burrow. I didn't want to say anything before the game. Don't want to take shots at an opposing player. That's not good karma. But the way he dresses and the way he carries himself, I'm sorry, it's a little much for me. We saw another quarterback do similar things guy named Cam Newton that would dress like that and have that kind of swag. And people roasted him for that, nailed him to the cross, made fun of him, ridiculed him. But Joe Burrow, people seem to love it. Coach's corner, I said this about the 49er game, running on first down, running over and over and over again. I didn't get it. Now, as someone pointed out in the San Francisco game, Running on first down, even for just one or two yards, did not necessarily impact our ability to get a first down on that series. But in this game, I mean, it seemed like we were second and 10, second and nine all day long. It wasn't working. I'm surprised we couldn't get a little bit more creative. We were doing those play action bootlegs in the first half. We ran one in the second half that did not work. Maybe we decided, maybe Sean McVay decided the Bengals had figured that out, but surprised we didn't see more of that. Going to pick on Zach Taylor here, or the defensive coordinator anyways, for the Bengals. Why was Eli Apple covering Cup in the red zone? Probably their weakest corner on the best wide receiver in the league. Like to hear the answer to that. And this one is for Zach Taylor. Why is P. Ryan getting the ball on that third down play? not Joe Mixon, or not keeping it in Joe Burrow's hands. Didn't make sense. And last call on Coach's Corner, how about Raheem Morris? The Bengals were 3 for 14 on third down, 1 for 3 on fourth down. Our defense got it done. I think Ram fans maybe should be rethinking what they want for Raheem Morris's future. He did a bang-up job in the Super Bowl. Can't complain. Real quickly on the refs, 
that face mask, got to make that call. But at the same time, that holding on the DB against Cup, not sure you make that one. Real quickly on the announcers, Michelle Tafoya, don't be dropping that Aaron Donald news on us right before the Super Bowl. We're trying to enjoy this game. Ram fans, unspeaking of, about ready for kickoff, and you drop that on us that Aaron Donald might retire if the Rams win? Not a fan of dropping that news. Not a good time or place for it. But overall, I really like Al Michaels, and I like Chris Collinsworth. I know a lot of people don't. They're fair. They're fun. They're positive. And I liked them calling that Ram drive at the end as one that will go down in history. Yes, agreed. It certainly will. We'll be back in a minute for some closing comments on Super Bowl 56, some other NFL news and notes, and we're going to share with you where Rams Up is going from here moving forward. Take things down the home stretch here. The home stretch of the Rams 2021 2022 season and the home stretch of the first year of this podcast, Rams Up, nearing our one year anniversary. What a ride it's been. How do I want to close this out? Some additional notes, throw some random stuff out here, some final thoughts. Hey, I lost my bet. When Mattress Mac put four and a half million on the Bengals, I put four and a half million on Rodney Harrison picking the Bengals, and he picked the Rams. I do not believe it. I was so surprised. I think Rodney's finally starting to appreciate Aaron Donald and company. I think that's what's behind that. I wanted to comment on the halftime show. I had a message from a friend of mine who said, This isn't even music. How can you call this a halftime show? I beg to disagree. I thought it was really good. It had an L.A. touch. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I found it pretty entertaining. I know a lot of people aren't, but I know most people that I talk to, a younger crowd, actually loved it. Hey, cool note. The Rams are the first team to appear in the Super Bowl in five different decades. And that's why the Rams' all-time roster is better than so many other teams. Trying to explain that to a 49er fan, hey, you guys had one really good run, another run that was okay. The Rams have been in the Super Bowl in five different decades, and that's not even counting the Bob Waterfield, Norm Van Brocklin, Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch, and Tom Fears years. So kind of a cool stat for the Rams. They own that all by themselves. Now, y'all heard Tory Holt was not named to the Hall of Fame. I'm going to go on a rant on this. I'm going to save it for another episode. Going to get into that really deep. I had a previous episode where I made the argument for Tory. I'm going to make it again. So I have some comments on the Hall of Fame. I also have some comments on the NFL honors, Andrew Whitworth and Cooper Cup, both getting honored. And by the way, Dick Vermeil was elected to the Hall of Fame. We'll get into that in another episode. I don't want to dilute the Super Bowl episode, this episode, 
with that stuff. And how about this year for Cooper Cup? It just keeps getting better. Won the receiving triple crown, won Offensive Player of the Year, and now has won the Super Bowl MVP. Jerry Rice is the only one before him to do that, but Cup is the only one to do it all in a single season. Is this the greatest season by an NFL wide receiver ever? Yes. Affirmative. No arguments. Without a doubt, it is. So Cup's 21-game season, 178 catches, 2,425 yards, and 22 TDs. That's regular season and playoffs combined. Man, (laughs) do we have the two best players in the league on both sides of the ball, Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald? You could make that argument. We're also going to dive into the Kyler Murray. We will also save a discussion about Kyler Murray for a future episode. Not sure if you're all aware. Some weird dynamics going on between him and the Arizona Cardinals. I'm almost thinking he's going to quit the NFL and go play for the Oakland Athletics. And if that were the case, the NFC West quarterbacks in 2022 could be Colt McCoy, Trey Lance, Geno Smith, and Matthew Stafford. So where does Rams Up go from here? We'll have a follow-up episode later in this week, Thursday, Friday, maybe even Saturday. Could even wait till next Monday. I'm sorry. I wish I could give you a better answer. It just all depends on so many factors. Is there going to be enough to report on? I want to make sure I have good stuff, good content to share with you. But we have some cool stuff planned. We're going to start looking at the 2022 roster. Again, we're going to come back to those NFL honors and the Hall of Fame discussions. We're going to get back into talking about the Lakers and UCLA basketball a little bit. And of course, the draft. Got to start previewing that. Lots of good stuff coming up. We're also going to hopefully get some interviews started. Eventually, we're going to get into a once a week heartbeat every Monday morning, a new episode, just like we did last year during the off season. But that's going to do it for this season and this episode. And how do we wrap it up? The Rams, 23-20 to 20 winners over the Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl 56. Well, I'll tell you this. Let's do it again next year. Two in a row. No reason why we can't. Super Bowl 57. Here we come. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach out to us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com you can visit our website at laramsup.com and please don't forget to subscribe and give us that five star rating we really appreciate it and don't forget keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.